0: This podcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Lettering Quiz. Find out just how much you really know about letters by taking the quiz for free on martinaferrar.com slash quiz. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Open Studio. I'm your host, Martina Flor, and in this solo episode, I touch on getting better at your craft and strategies to find the time to produce work and build a portfolio. Doing great work has always been at the core of my career as an artist and I've seen that happening repeatedly with many of the artists that I interview on this podcast. I advocate for this approach with my students, the members of my coaching program, and with every assignment that I take on. Doing your best work is priority. But getting really good at your craft takes time and life keeps getting on the way, so in this episode. I provide you with a few strategies that you can use to clear up your way and start seeing real progress in your craft. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Open Studio. I'm your host, Martina Flora. And in this show, I'm gonna provide strategies for getting better at your craft. This is a very common question that pops up here and there, every time I teach a class or I work with, with my students or, or the members of my coaching program, it seems that we all as artists, we all understand the importance of, you know, honing our skills, building a portfolio, getting better at what we do. But we continue to neglect this side of our work right um and of course i totally understand it life ke- keeps getting on the way you know we keep on um you know, new things keep keep on popping on our calendar and it, it's becoming increasingly harder to allocate time to produce work so in this podcast in this solo podcast I'm going to provide you with a few strategies that have proven to be helpful, not only for me, but also for my students and the members of my coaching program. And I want to dedicate this solo podcast to my students and the members of my coaching program, because these are the questions that have come up every time. And these are really useful for me to be able to um to give provide answers to those questions, but also to um to understand what is you know what is everyone's journey and what are the common things that artists struggle with when they're uh, building their careers right so during the third season of the podcast, we just launched the third season of the podcast and my god, first let me say that I'm really happy about um being able to continue doing this podcast for another, uh, season. I never thought we would get, well, actually I did think that we would get here. Um, when we started the podcast, we thought this was a necessary step to connect with our audience, to connect with our students and with the people we work with. And, has proven to be right and um and i want to thank you for listening to the episodes and because you provide me also with this feedback that is so necessary when you're doing a thing like a podcast um and yeah and i really appreciate you being there and listening to our episodes. so in the season number two of the of this podcast I've been experimenting with some solo episodes where I was touching on different topics that had to do with uh, building a career as an artist. Um, so I, I was not only focusing on the craft side of things or the things that have to do with getting better at your work, but also I was uh, providing some strategies to uh, build a business around your skills and you know how to get clients and connect with, um, with peers and all of that stuff right so and we had really good feedback from or we got really uh, good feedback from those uh, solo episodes so we will continue having some solo episodes alongside with um the interviews that we have with other artists and designers so i like this um balance between providing inspiration and showing you how other artists are making it and are you know making a living with their art and are doing it successfully i think that having that extra inspiration and having people to look up to in your journey as a an artist and in your journey at launching your own business and building a business around your skills i think that's very important and also i will be there you know like kind of um providing this these solo episodes that um anchors down some of the concepts that we learned through those conversations right so let's get into today's topic which is how to get better at your craft and how to build a portfolio of work so how to produce more work that you can include in your portfolio to attract new assignments and connect with future clients so this is important because our work is at the core of what we do is at the core of is the content of our business as uh, artists and designers and let me back up a little bit here i if you have listened to previous um episodes or solo episodes i i work with this concept of you know to build a career as an artist you need to tackle or you need to have into account three different areas one of them is the work like you want to do great work the work is the, at the core of what you do as an artist right so the work and doing great work should be a very important part of what you do as an artist right then there is the container right and the container um also known as the business it is this, this space that you create around your skills. So it's this, this um, container that you use to, to turn it into a playground for your skills, right? And this container needs to work properly and needs to have systems and need to be like an oil machine that allows you to do your best work, right? And then there's the mindset, which has to do more um with your attitude and your values and and having the right approach or the a good approach to your craft right so you need in order to run or to have a successful career as an artist you need to have to touch on all on, on all all these three um aspects right so doing great work having Uh, the right mindset or a positive mindset or a thriving mindset and creating a container that allows you to do your best work and thrive with your art right so today we're gonna focus basically on the 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 work right the this area of um creating a successful career as an artist which is a very important area i get this question often of like you know how how can i get better at my craft i know that i have to i know that i have to put in the work i know that i have to put in the hours but you know life keeps getting on the way. And, you know, this, this comes from different people that I work with. Some of them are perhaps working at a job and they tell me, Hey, um, you know, i come back from work. I really want to get better at lettering, right? Which is the thing that I teach. Um, I really want to get better at lettering and, uh, and I'm always decided to allocate some time to practice and create some work. But then when I come back from work, I am very tired and I don't have, um, you know, I don't have the energy or the the mind space to actually sit down to work. Um, so that happens to the people that is working, even for those that are running their own business and are creating their own container. It always happens that. You know, because they have to tackle all, all these different things in their business, then they leave the the creative side of things um, for the end or they leave developing their portfolio for the end or they leave um, creating or producing more work for the end. So it, it really happens to everybody, regardless of whether you are in the art industry or in the creative industries. I think this is a common a problem of our time, uh, we are increasingly lacking the time and the focus to focus on the things that really matter to us, right? So as I said before, becoming good at what you do is really important um, for developing a successful career as, a, as an artist, um, but it's not a straight line, right? And it requires time. Um, Also, it's not the thing that you do first and then you can start, you know, to make a living with your art. Um, So the the developing your work will be present in your career as an artist forever, really. Um, It's not something it's not a necessary step to then start making a living with your art It's not something you do first and then comes the business side of things is something that you do as you build your business around your skills. And this goes specifically to those that are, that are in, the, in the journey of building their business um, and, you know, um, making a living with their skills. Shout out to my, um, to my, to the members of my coaching program, this goes for you. So as you build your business, you will continue honing your skills so building your portfolio is something dynamic and it's not a step that once you're done is over and then you can move on with the rest of the stuff It's something that you will continue doing all along the way right and it's great it's something great to you know it's a great task that you have within your business which is continue producing work, continue doing that thing you love. So why most artists neglect building up their portfolio? Well, I guess, as I said before, it's like all of us, you know, there's, um, life, life keeps getting on the way. There's, um, increasingly more destruction around us, social media, um, news, things happening in the world, right? Um, so, there's you know our mind and our time is limited and therefore um we feel that after a day of work we often feel like we don't know where the time went and we don't know where our energy went and it often happens um to um this is something we often discuss in our coaching program that even when you sit down to work and you put in the time, it seems that at the end of the day you 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 really haven't moved forward with a lot of this stuff, right? So and I remember that in the very beginning I used to solve that issue by putting in more hours. So I was just working more, and working overtime, and working on weekends. And this was clearly not a sustainable way of running my business. Um, it really led to exhaustion. Uh, it really led to burnout at, at points. And I, at some point, I had to um, I had to take a different approach to my productivity and to creating more work. And now that I have other things in my life that are, important to me, family, friends, and um, kids as well. Um, Now I want something different for my life, right? And I, you know, I love what I do. I love the work that I do as a lettering artist. I love the work that I do with my community as an educator. I love the work that I do as an author. Um, But there's other things in life. And I think it's important to um, have... A certain focus or a certain um, or allocate time for the things that really matter so here are two strategies that you can use to improve your work and produce um, more work that you can include in your portfolio number one is put what is important first do that thing do that thing first when you start your day do that things first that thing first um, there's probably tons in your to-do, li- to-do list or your calendar whatever whatever productivity app you're using for um, organizing your work there's probably tons of other minimal tasks that you can do easily and we normally start there we normally try to you know get rid re- like clear up our calendar so we start by doing this the small stuff kind of like okay i can do this in one minute i can do this in three minutes i and by the time we get to the, to the one task that is really important, that is the, the one task that really moves the needle, uh, we are exhausted and we leave it for tomorrow, right? So decide first what is really important. What is the thing that, is, that will move the needle of your business, of your craft, so we're talking about the craft today, but this can, um, you can extrapolate this to any other thing. Uh, so decide what is important to you and you know, if, if it's getting better at your craft, how can you do that thing first? And this goes regardless of whether you're running a business or you are working at a job, try to use your most Let's say try to use the try to start your day by tackling one thing that is really meaningful to you. And for some of you, perhaps for you, it will mean to wake up a little bit earlier to um, to produce some work before you go to your day job. For if you're running your own business, it means um, refrain from uh, reading emails and before that. Um, getting one piece of work done, right? It can mean different things to you. I, what what I can say is that at every moment that I needed to tackle something or that I wanted to, to create great change in my life. Um, so just to give you an example, at some point, I, after the birth of my second child, I needed to recover from that experience and from the experience of giving birth to to my second child um so i i decided to really put front and center health or my health um front and center in my life so this is the thing that i was doing first thing in the morning and this is something i continue doing today you will see me working out at you know, after I take my kids to to school, um, you will see me working out and then starting my working day, right? So I was I was shifting my focus and I was doing one thing that was really meaningful to me first. And that gave me also a sense of a sense of accomplishment. So very early in the day, I felt that I did something important. If, If I don't manage to do anything else in the rest of the day, because life happens and something happens or there's new tasks coming on my calendar, well, I know that I accomplished that one thing that is really meaningful to me. I was taking the same approach as i was uh, now spending a period of time in, in barcelona with my kids and i was having the same approach to one project that i wanted to um to work on during that time there which is writing a book and i was doing exactly that thing i was um i was waking up i was taking my kids to the to summer camp and as i was coming back i was just sitting down to write that book right and i wouldn't start any work related uh, thing or i wouldn't read emails or check on social media before i had finished um writing those two hours that i had allocated to write my book so and it prove it has proven over and over to be a really useful strategy to really um, move forward with a certain project. And I can say for that specific book, um, that it has really allowed me to, uh, to do solid progress on that project. Right. And, you know, in the, in the other example, the, the example that has to do with my health and, um, and, um, working out that that has become a habit, right? So it, it was, um, in the very beginning it was i put that as a priority and i was it was the first thing that i was doing in the mornings and then that was you know i felt so good about um that change in my life that I, it became a habit and it's something that i continued doing after uh two years or more even um so that's the number one strategy put what's important first the number two strategy is say yes often and i know this is a little bit counterintuitive because we keep on uh, listening um messages or people saying to us um say no often learn how to say no you you need to put boundaries and stuff um and i get that i think that it, it it may be important um at some stages of your career as an artist um but i feel that if you are on that stage where you want to start building your portfolio and you want to start um, creating more work and developing your own style, I think that saying yes to um, any opportunity where you have to produce, where you are producing work, it is very important. And it has proven for me, in my own path, it has proven to be very beneficial in terms of the work that I was producing and um, the amount of work that I was producing um so whenever you have an excuse to produce work whenever you have the opportunity to produce work say yes um and i don't mean that only by you know personal projects and stuff but if you have assignments that are coming your way say yes to them and use that opportunity to produce more work use that extra pressure to push you out of your comfort zone because you will discover new areas of your creativity and uh, new possible applications for your craft that you may have may have not known that um, were there right so um say yes often and i know this may be counterintuitive but if you're starting uh, fresh or you're um just starting with your Career as an artist, and you want to develop your portfolio, say yes often. Don't think much about um, whether this assignment is exactly for you, and you are the right person, and this is not exactly my style, and you know, all of these questions and insecurities that come up when when a new job comes your way. Um, So Remember, say yes often. And the strategy number three is very important, which is get feedback. And by feedback, I don't mean a like on Instagram or on Twitter, just get people around you or connect with people that really care and that you can really rely on when you ask for uh, for feedback. So find a community of people um, of people that are on the same journey and that will provide you with the feedback you need to understand in which direction you could develop your work and when I mean feedback I don't mean just to get critic on your work just just to get people pointing out that the things you did wrong I also mean um, getting people that can or finding the people that will um, tell you hey, you're doing this really great or look at this thing that you did here—it's—it's really remarkable right so that you can also understand understand the things that you're doing right we have an event uh, for one of my programs the lettering seminar we have a student event that is called lettering grid and what we do essentially is we get together to give uh, feedback to student projects and it is great because most of the times students do the talking well actually i do the talking but because i i pick up on on different um comments that students uh provide on the chat right but essentially the students give feedback to students and that has proven to be uh, true also for our private community of lettering artists they provide they become teachers they provide feedback to their peers so finding that You know generous community of people that is willing to provide you feedback on your work is really important so again here are the three strategies that you can use to improve your work and build a portfolio as an artist number one put what's important first so start by start your day by tackling that one thing that is important to you if honing your craft if producing work is very important to you just start by doing that number two say yes more often if you have any opportunity to use your your skills and produce more work say yes don't think too much about it Um, and number three get feedback try to get that really um, really valuable feedback uh, meaningful feedback that will help you understand where you're, you're at with your craft what are the things that you can improve and what are the things that you are doing great so I don't th- I, I hope that this these strategies will help you organize your day so that um, or organize your mindset as well so that life uh, stops getting in the way of you um, as an artist and you your capacity of developing your work. And before I say goodbye, I want to remind you to go back to some of the episodes that were recorded during the season one and season two, and even the season three of this podcast and check on the interviews that we, or I conducted with other artists, because I think this can, they provide many strategies, many, um, you know, many of the secrets that had to do, uh, with their own journey, at getting really good at what they do and and making a living with their craft. So I think um, there's a lot of snippets of wisdom that you can extract from those episodes. And I hope you enjoy them as much as I did recording them. So thank you so much for joining today's episode and see you on the next episode of Open Studio. Bye bye. So this is it. I hope you loved this episode. You can find me, the host of the show, on social networks at Martina Fleur on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you have a question or comments, go to martinaflorcom slash podcast, where you can see previous episodes, find show notes, and send voice memos with your comments and questions. You can also watch these episodes on YouTube. Just go to martinaflorcom slash YouTube to find them. You can, of course,